Welcome back to Eclectic Soul Podcast. I am Jen. This is Jen. Hello, everybody. We were thinking about doing something because February 14th is coming up. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Da, 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 da. And I was like, well, she goes, well, we did talk. Jen goes, well, we did talk about doing something light and dark. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. And she goes, well, what about boundaries? And I said, yeah, that I like. <laughs> so, because it kind of goes. Uh-huh. Narcissism, psychopaths, other things we did last year. Um, we were talking about relationships, mm-hmm. truth, um, being honest and stuff like that. You have to have boundaries. It's as important as a foundation in a relationship is. And it's not just in like a marital relationship or a friendship. It's, you know, moms, dads, brothers, sisters, whomever you have a connection with, work, whatnot. You need boundaries. People need to understand that there's only so much you're willing to put up with to where they've crossed that line that it's now, okay, I'm either done with you or no, let me put you straight. Everything that we're going to talk about um, is basically stuff that I've discovered while doing my research this past week. Um, And I learned a lot because I just, when I think of boundaries, I just kind of think of a very basic definition of you know, you're basically setting a rule or something mm-hmm. in place. And, and that's kind of all I really thought about. Mm-hmm. But the more I got into it, I learned that it's very complex and there's a lot of stuff going on um, pertaining to it. So the definition mm-hmm. of a boundary, and I came across a lot of definitions, but this one I really, really liked. Okay. Um, and it's a demonstration of self-respect and respect for others. It is also um, the internal and external intrusion, right? So that's what it's talking about. Um, basically, it's who are you as a person? Mm-hmm. And you want to keep yourself in alignment, mm-hmm. always feeling like who you really are. Right. And you want to portray that in the outside world as well. Right. And anything that makes you feel like you are going against who you are as a person mm-hmm. um, is a boundary, basically. Mm-hmm. And also, anything that causes discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I found really fascinating about boundaries, because I, if you remember... Um, I was like, oh, I, you know, I just, you know, was, I've been watching videos. And, yeah, yeah, you were And I was like, I, I'm like, I think this is really, really fascinating. There are so many different things that are considered boundaries. Yeah. Um, that I, I just never realized it. Um, and it doesn't matter what someone else thinks. And mm-hmm. that's, this is the whole premise of the whole thing, mm-hmm. is we're so concerned about the outside world and how we're perceived and... Mm-hmm. We're people pleasing and, you know, we don't, you know, all this stuff. Um, 
but it, we should be reflecting more on ourselves. Exactly. And noticing where other people mm-hmm. and also our external, you know, environmental things mm-hmm. are causing discomfort. Right. And that's where you have to start analyzing and going, okay, this, I don't feel safe or... You know, I feel really angry or anxious or something in this situation. And that's like a red flag to you. It's be like, okay, I clearly have a boundary here. What is this boundary? Mm-hmm. And then another big thing is you have to tell people what your boundaries are. Because mm-hmm. people are not going to read your mind. No, they're not. Um, and they're not necessarily going to appreciate it. No, they're not. It's very uncomfortable. And people are going to always want to use logic. Because they don't, they don't have the same boundaries as you, perhaps. Right. And so they're not going to understand, necessarily, why you have this boundary. But that's not the point. It, it doesn't matter what, why, you ha- why you have that boundary. Maybe you do have some psychological issues that you need to work out. That's not the point, and that's none of their business. Right. Um, if it clearly makes you uncomfortable, if you don't feel safe, if you, f- uh, if you feel like you're not yourself, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You express your boundary to other people and you make the, 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 the decision on how you're going to go about it in the future based on the response that you get, basically. Um, if you tell somebody and they react really badly mm-hmm. um, and they don't want to work with you, you mm-hmm. have to consider what your relationship is going to be like with right. this person, depending upon the, the boundary that you are setting right Right. um typically if you have a good relationship with somebody they will they will listen to you they might not understand why you have the boundary right but they'll try to work with you right right? and they might try to compromise um and you kind of need that compromise because um depending on the degree of the anxiety that that person may experience with Mm -hmm. that particular boundary that's being set or put into place Mm -hmm. um the other person may not like it because Mm -hmm. it might be something naturally that they might want to do but you have to learn to compromise well i can do that when i'm alone i don't need to do that when i'm with this person or with that person because that does create a a discomfort Mm -hmm. or bring on Mm -hmm. anxiety and can pull a trigger and, you know, I do want to say that definition, Yeah, that is the best definition I have ever heard before boundaries. Because normally it's just a generic right. thing. And this actually makes you think it's more in depth. It's like, okay, we're not just talking about, oh, well, here, let me draw a chalk line. Right. You know, this is my half of the room. That's your half of the room. We're not Brady Bunch here, Mm -hmm. you know. You stay on your side, I'll stay on mine. But this is like, here, let me explain to you why this is this way and what it may affect me, how it affects Mm -hmm. me, or whatnot. So you're, you're going, you're diving in deeper. Mm-hmm. So I I like that analogy. That that was that's really good. So I don't mean to take you no, too no, far. No 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 no. No, you're yeah, good. But you're good. that that I like. Yeah. So it, was there anything else in that that? Um. Well, there was an example just to kind of give everybody kind of some examples of what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um. There there 
there was an example about how literally you can have a boundary about anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because obviously we're talking about some deep stuff here. Yeah. Which obviously there are boundaries that are going to be very deep and very complex. Oh, but, most definitely. But it's perfectly okay to have boundaries that peop- other people are going to be like, why? Like, this is ridiculous. Okay. For example, one of the examples that I came across was you, if you have a married couple. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one person has a boundary about making the bed every morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody might, if you don't make the bed, somebody might be extremely angry. Mm-hmm. Like, the reason why they're angry is not the point. But if this person gets angry every single time for whatever reason, because maybe they grew up doing that and exactly. it's just ingrained in them. Right. And if you just leave the bed every morning not made, they're looking at that as disrespect, right? We right. talked about that definition of the boundary has right. to do with you feeling respected right self-respect so this so this person's this their boundary is this bed needs to be made now the other person might have grown up not making the bed so they're going to be like this is ridiculous nobody's coming over no one's going to see this bed why make it but the pro but the thing is is that it's not about logic it's about okay you're in a relationship with this person right doesn't matter what relationship you have right okay But you're in a relationship with this person, and if you care about this person, you want to make it work. Right. So if you don't want to make the bed every single time, you come to some sort of an arrangement where, like, maybe I'll just make my side of the bed, or maybe we switch off, or, you know, something. Or whoever's the last one out Out of of bed, bed. fix the bed. If that person gets up before you, and you know you're the last one out of the bed, then try to do your best to fix, make the bed. You have to tell this person. So you exactly. can't just like get angry and storm out. Exactly. Because you didn't express anything. This person doesn't know what they did wrong. Right. They don't know that they made you uncomfortable. Right. So you can't blame someone else right. for a boundary you have that you never actually set. Exactly. And don't forget to compromise back for them. A lot of people right. don't like doing compromises. Oh, right. But sometimes a compromise... As long as it's not discrediting you mm-hmm. and not taken away from whom you are, it's a, a peaceful solution mm-hmm. to, you know, fix something or ease something in a more positive manner mm-hmm. than letting it fester right. and both of you blow up mm-hmm. at each other and then then everybody wondered why is the divorce rate so high <laughs> just saying <laughs> anyway <laughs> so but yeah yeah yeah. So that, yeah i could see that yeah so let's talk a little bit about people pleasing because this is actually a really big issue mm-hmm. and this is kind of where the whole boundaries issue just in general for most people are because in reality, I don't think really most people even talk about boundaries. Like, I know I've never, no, I, before this, never sat down right. with somebody and actually was like, these are my boundaries. I, I mean, I've stated mm-hmm. things over the course of my life, but mm-hmm. I never looked at them as necessarily boundaries. And I don't know if I necessarily handled it the mm-hmm. way I should have handled it. I, I get that <laughs> because, like, I will tell people these are my triggers. Yeah. And I didn't learn that until I went to counseling for PTSD after being married to, you know, that piece of poo. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, you're taught boundaries as a kid, you know, especially when you're told you can't go outside of the yard. But again, that's generic. Don't leave the yard. 
because it's getting late playing in the yard mm-hmm. or, you know, do your chores and you, you'll get this. If you don't do it, you don't, those are still a form of boundaries. Mm-hmm. So, and people, you know, we didn't think of like that no, as a kid. No, we didn't. So. No. And we don't still, really. No. No. People don't have constructive conversations and... And you know when they're in relationships, any kind of relationship, no, they don't they don't sit down and actually have this discussion about things. It's really hard to get people to even want to sit down and have a decent conversation, let alone go in a mm. complete depth of a conversation mm. about things that really mean something to you or to the other person. I think people's lives would be a lot different if they learned how to handle this at an earlier age oh i would think so because a lot of their lives has to do with people pleasing and going along with whoever it might be you know what i mean a lot of this stuff like you were talking about you know people just marrying somebody or having kids and not really maybe necessarily wanting that themselves Mm -hmm. they're still people pleasing Right. You know, whoever gave them that idea, whether it was uh, somebody the that mom, they're in a relationship with, a mom, a sibling, a friend, whatever. Their they're, family. They're cool, still you know. not being true to themselves. Right. They're, they're trying to please an outside source of right. some sort. And you can't please everybody. It, it's totally impossible to please everybody. And you shouldn't have to try to please everybody. It's your life. You live your life the way you see fit, where it's based on morals and values that you have instilled in yourself, mm-hmm. where you respect yourself. Because if you respect yourself mm-hmm. and you live with integrity, you will do things that will be respectful to others. And you'll attract people who will respect uh, your boundaries. Exactly. If you go through life just living for other people... I mean, you're not... I mean, you can live your life that way. You could. But you're obviously not... You're going to have a lot of anger. You're going to have a lot of resentment. You're going to have a lot of sadness. and Because you aren't being respectful to yourself. You're not allowing other people to respect you. And you're not letting them know that they're doing it. Right. Um, I think what's really difficult, though, is because we're not raised like that. And we don't live in a society where that's natural to set boundaries. Mm Mm-hmm. People are learning them as adults, and then they're trying to go back and fix. And it's very, very difficult to to do that. Because, obviously, if you start out life like that, and you start setting boundaries early, mm-hmm. you're, you, you haven't learned all these bad, negative cycles. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and you're already attracting the people that you need to attract. The problem is, is that when you're an adult, you already have all of these relationships already established in your life, with your family, with your friends, with the... People some you've dated, good, some bad, and because you haven't established any boundaries, and you mm-hmm. might have been in a relationship, any this is any relationship, right. over twenty years, um, it's going to be really hard to fix all that baggage. You know what I mean? Right. You're, it's like twenty years. You literally set no boundaries, and then all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you're telling this person you're going to set boundaries. People get scared because people are, they don't want to hear it. Right. They get angry. Right. Because they're like, well, wait a minute. Here. We've been together for 20 years and you're now <laughs> dropping this on me? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck did you read before you went to bed last night? <laughs> you know? just. And that's, that's, that's typically people, even people that you know really well who you have a really good relationship with, 
they're not going to be happy to hear it. No. They are going to take it probably as an insult to them. Right. And they're going to be defensive. And this is why a lot of people just don't want to bother with it. Right. Because they don't they don't want to risk losing the relationship, even though maybe that might be good might in be some a good situations. Thing. But again, it's a scary thing because it's like you've been in a relationship with, with someone for 20 years, even if it's a friendship or a parent. Yes. You know what I mean? And... You know, they're afraid that this, you know, that they're going to cause a problem in the relationship with this person. And, you know, yeah, I mean, that's why people don't do it. You just, you have to start, like, if you seriously want to start thinking about boundaries, you you have to start doing this, like, from, like, today. Like, you have to start Mm -hmm. literally being self-aware and going through your day and anytime you feel angry, mm-hmm. you feel sad, mm-hmm. you feel uncomfortable, stressed, mm-hmm. you need to take an assessment of what's going on around you. Um, and that's how you can figure out where your boundaries are. And obviously, if they're not involving other people, they're really easy to change. That's like a personal thing. You can right. just make adjustments in your life and right. whatever. But anything that involves someone else... This was something that was very, when I was going through the research that everyone was in an agreement on, is that you need to start telling people in the moment. And if you can't do it in that exact moment, you got to do it as soon as you can. You know what I mean? Like, or maybe this moment isn't like necessarily the right time, but you know, maybe tomorrow when we sit down and have coffee or something, Mm. you need to, if this, if, if you notice that this person's doing something to make you uncomfortable, Mm. You need to address it at the moment as soon as you realize that you have a boundary. Yeah. And the more that you do this, the easier it becomes, the more self-respect you get. And also, the people in your life will get used to it. And they might actually start doing it themselves until you'll have this kind of... um, You'll have a better relationship yeah, or you'll be able to share things with them and, and they'll yeah, be able to share things with you. That And that's a good thing. Now, I want to say when you said self-respect. Yeah. Where did my thought go? I, it actually, ah, it actually hit me because with self-respect, you also find confidence. Mm-hmm. And we have confidence in certain things, mm-hmm. but sometimes when we have boundary issues we lack confidence in those yes. areas mm-hmm. so you may even correct your boundary issue with yourself by giving self-respecting yourself right. and building your confidence up so that when as soon as someone even tries to throw a knife through that boundary you Bitch, please. You know, <laughs> you just yeah. reflect it and go on. So I like that. Yeah. That's, and it, and that's... it goes back to the whole people pleasing and learning how to say no. This was, again, something yeah. that came up in research a lot mm-hmm. is this is a problem. People don't know how to say no. And that, again, we're Guilty. raised to follow parents all mm-hmm. our lives. And mm-hmm. so we're, we're used to being told what to do and, mm-hmm. we're, and we follow. And when you're an adult, it doesn't go away. No. Nope. So when somebody says hey, do you want to go to this party next weekend? You know, it, it, if you don't have a, if you can't come up with a really good excuse, mm-hmm. you're just going to be forced to go to this party because you're, again, going to be in people-pleasing mode. Right. And you can't just say, no, I don't, no, I'm, I, I can't do it. 
because you're going to immediately, if you want to say no, you're going to want to say an excuse. And mm-hmm. if you say an excuse, you're actually being uh, saying the wrong thing because you are basically people-pleasing again, right? You, you have to justify why you can't go to this point. I don't like the person. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> but see, again, you can't. You, they, they say not even to say that. Really? Yeah, because you're still giving an excuse. You're basically saying, I you don't like this person. No. Well, you don't say no, but you're still diplomatic about it. Mm. They, first, they tell you never to say something on the fly. So, like, if somebody asks you about a party, you say, let me think about it. I got to check my calendar. That gives you time to really think about how you feel about the person, the event, whatever's going on. Okay? Mm. Whether or not you have something going on in your calendar, they're not going to know. Okay? All you have to do, even if you have to text, send an email, if you don't want to talk to this person, you know, on the phone or mm-hmm. whatever, you can just send them a quick message and be like, hey, um, you know what, I just, I can't do it, but thank you. Maybe another time, maybe we can go for coffee or something like that. That's almost like lying, though. But it's not, because you're actually not lying. You didn't say anything. All you said is, you know what, I really can't. But you, what, what did you say? Before, in the previous, right? The previous is, is that you said you were going to check your calendar. Mm-hmm. So in their mind, they're thinking, okay, you must have something going on, but you never said that. And this is actually something that's very consistent. But Every- that's a psychological play. It is. It but is. again, it's, it's what... Because you have to put yourself first. And again, right. this is going against everything that we're taught to believe. Oh, yeah. And I know it's, for a lot of people, it, you're going to be like, well, this is, this, you know, you sound really, you know... Snooty. Snooty and whatever. But that's not what you're doing. Obviously, if you if you never hang out with this person, okay, that right. might be an issue, okay? Right. That's a totally separate conversation. If you're avoiding somebody, then that's an issue that needs to be worked on. Right. But this is like, let's say one party, a couple of parties, you know, you're just not that kind of a person. Right. Um, or you just don't feel like it. You know what I mean? You have to... If you're self-aware and you realize that you can't do this for whatever reason, you don't want to just accept people right. because you want to people please. Yeah, I normally tell people flat out, but when is this? Nah. But it's again, it's how you say it, right? Right. If you're, if you are looking, you know, honestly giving time to think about it and then just saying, hey, you know what? I, I just, it doesn't work for me. I can't do it. I actually like that because you... Even though to me it feels like a lie, mm-hmm. but it's, you're not hurting them. No. It's kind of a positive mindset thing. Yeah. Because even though you know why you don't want to go, mm-hmm. it's really nobody else's business why they, you don't want right. to go. Right. And you're, even though you're still giving them that, it's you're there's no foul right so and if this isn't a, if something like if this was a party let's say and this is a boundary for mm-hmm. you then this is something that you need to state to that person be like hey you know i just can't do parties right and then you know they just won't invite you to parties right and then you just solved your problem right there true I mean, there's a lot of parties I can't just walk into, but but this is applies to anything that right. anybody asks. And it of could you. be anything. Like it could be like could be like dinner. It could be like uh, maybe spending the day with the girls or guys spending the day with the guys or maybe your mother wants you to come and do something you really don't want to go. <laughs> um, or 
just a number of things. I mean, and anything can come up between now and then anyway that, you know, and, and I'm sorry, but every other weekend I'm busy because <laughs> I, yeah. I come down here to do yeah. this. So and it, you know, Yeah, and the thing is, is that you might ac- actually not be able to do it. Right. But the point of it is, is that don't give excuses. Okay, even if you're really, even if it's a legitimate excuse, like, I can't go because I'm going to Jen's, you know what I mean? Obviously, if you're used to, you know, putting yourself first and you're thinking about boundaries, you know, probably not a big deal. But if you're trying to really work on building up your confidence and self-respect, you need to check yourself. You need to realize, okay, wait a minute, I'm explaining myself to this person and it's not needed. Right. Because I'm just, I'm trying to look better to this person. Right. And that's not... And, and it's like I said, that is a good, and I didn't think of it that way, but that is a good mindset because you're not disrespecting them. You're not disrespecting yourself. You're giving it that, that much of a depth saying that there could possibly be a chance of me going, there could possibly not be in, but you know, let me look at my calendar. Like if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, let me talk to Brian, Brian about it. Right. You know, right. Or something like that. Right. So, and then, unless it's totally different of us, Jen, I got two tickets to Shiny, let's go. And you'd be like, well, okay. Oh, yeah, then I drop everything. Yeah, it's like, where are we going now? <laughs> oh, call word. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm taking the rest of the night off and the next two weeks. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that reminded me. Actually, that reminded me of um, another, another example that they gave. Was some people, like, they want you to deal with their situation right now. And it's not an emergency. Because obviously if it's an emergency, that's totally different. Of of course. But let's say it's like, you know, my boyfriend broke up with me and I'm absolutely distraught. Right? Mm -hmm. And I call you up and I'm freaking out and you're in line, like, to get a sub sandwich. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, it's not really the best time for you to be sitting there. On your phone. Right. Privacy. Right. You know. The... Depend, depending upon how distraught the person is, whatever's going on, right. it could be angry, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be hard for you to be like, hey, again, you're going to try to people please, stuff like that. So even in situations like that, you need to kind of use the same tactic, which is like, hey, don't explain necessarily what you're doing because you don't, they don't need an explanation. Just be like, hey, now's not a really good time. But let me call you back in an hour and we can, you know, da da. And if they freak out, that remember you have to remember that that's their issue. Right. You know, you're you're telling them that you're going to call back or you're going to contact them later or whatever and give them a specific time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's all that's required. You know, they they don't they don't dictate your life. Right. You know, it's not right. an actual real emergency. They might think about that as an emergency in the moment because right. their life is falling apart or well, whatever yeah. it is. But that's, it's the same kind of well, thing. Well, you don't have to worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you really honestly want to talk to them. I mean, right. some people, that doesn't bother them at right, all. Right, right, right. But again, we're going to talking about boundaries. If you feel uncomfortable having a conversation like this in a subway, in a subway somewhere, right. you, then you just say, hey, I can't, I can't talk right now. Let's talk in an hour or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And yeah. I, I personally, if it's somebody that I know really well and I know that, they give me a bit of it and I'm hearing it while I'm trying to listen to what's going on in front of me, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, do you mind holding on? 
And then I would tend yeah. to what I need to do, and mm-hmm. then we'd get my food and go out and to my car. Yeah. And then I probably wouldn't right. eat for the next right. two hours because I'd be gathering, <laughs> right. you know, right. and getting that person through or driving to their house to get them through. And then I would have to think about, well, if I'm going to go to their house, might as well take them something to eat because they're going to need to eat. And then I have to go back in and buy another one. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. But no, I get that. It's like that does actually alleviate the stress of even expressing and explaining why you don't want to do something or why you can't. And I think, I think, I think, I think, I think that piece of knowledge was actually in my Franklin Franklin Covey thing I went to when I worked for a private school. Oh. Because we learned how to do time management and stuff Uh and work in the calendar and everything. And I thought it was a fascinating thing, but it's that was years ago. Oh my god, that was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like that. That's cool. Okay. Any other? Um, well, I do want to get into actually like really talking about our own personal experiences. But just to give you an example of um when you're a child and the kind of ambiguity that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, having a, having a boundary, not having a boundary. Mm -hmm. So one of the examples that, um, was given in my, in my research was, okay, so kids are on a playground Mm -hmm. and you're playing with something and another kid comes over and says, I want to play with that. Now, depending upon who's watching, they're going to do different things. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are going to want to talk about sharing. Right. Okay. Um, but the sharing is actually a people, people pleasing thing. It is. Yes, it is. It is. Um, but you can't also go the other way either because if you promote basically saying, okay, well, you know, you, well, he was here first or she was here first. Yeah. Then you're basically promoting the opposite end of the spectrum, which is like, okay, now this person's going to be really conceited, right? Because they're going to think, okay, well now I'm never going to share with anybody. So this is was an, an example of kind of showing you, like, taking this and taking it into the adult world mm. of, there, even though we're talking about boundaries, and even we're, we're setting a, a fine, a, like, a hard line here, mm-hmm. the world doesn't work that way. No. So you're always going to have to adjust the situation to, you know, we talked about compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always going to be somewhere in the middle. You're never going to be able to draw a, like a straight, like hard line and be like, mm-hmm. this is my rule and everyone's going to follow it. But you also can't be like this big, ridiculous people pleaser and never set that line. You know what I mean? It's got to be like, this is my line. I don't, I don't like it when you cross it, but if you don't like it, I'm, I'm up to negotiation or, you know, right. if you mess up sometimes, I'm going to call you out on it and we'll work on it. But if it happens too much, I we, maybe we won't be friends or something like that anymore. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like this. It's all it's it's like this organic, working, constantly changing thing. Mm-hmm. That it's never gonna just be like this is what the way it's. I was be. that mother on the field, <laughs> like yeah, because the the play yard that even I went to this elementary school and my son went to it. Um, they had these rocking things that looked like they were on giant springs. One was a duck. One was, um, I think like 
a hippo, one was something else, and they rocked back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then they had seesaws, and they had like a bunch of swings, and um, a slide, and monkey bars. And my son was rocking on one of those, and then one of the merry-go-rounds. My son was rocking, rocking on one, and there's two others available. And this kid goes, I want to rock on this one. And I said, well, you can rock on it when my son is done. Mm -hmm. And no, I want to rock on it now. And he went to go grab my kid and pull him off of it. And I said, no, you will not. And the kid just looked at me. And started crying when I went to his mommy said I was being mean to him. His mother came over and I said, my son is rocking on this. There's two other available. I understand your son wants to rock on this. My son is here first. My first comment to your child was when my son is done, then he can rock on it. How is that rude? The only time I got rude and yelled no at him, a forceful no, and at least I did it in English and not in German because I didn't want to scare the kid. Was when he was about to pull my kid while it was moving off of it. They both would have gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. And she just looked at me and she goes, well, your kid's been on it for 10 minutes. And I said, and there's two others available. Mm-hmm. You do not need to be on the one my son's getting on. And if you think I'm taking my child off to appease you and put him on another one, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We were here first. It's a first come, first serve. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you're griping. The other two are just the same as this. It's just different animal. I don't remember exactly which one my kid was on. He was the one on the right-hand side. I do know that. Mm-hmm. And there's sand all around it in case the kids fell off of it. So they had something cushioned on it. And she goes, well, I'd never. And I said, well, maybe if you did, maybe your child wouldn't be the way he was. And that's it. Because that was the mother and me getting very angry coming out. But I'm like, seriously, though, you you need... the. It is definitely... You have to choose your battles Mm -hmm. and you have to not get too pissy (laughs) with people. Right. But I, what you did was right. Right. Except for that last part. Oh yeah. But it's basically because you start explaining, right? right. But I was getting pissed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happens when you get mad, Mm -hmm. you start explaining yourself. Right. But that, but that's like, you're, you're basically people please. You don't realize it. Exactly. But you're explaining. Now I see like, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter why. You yeah. know, you're, this is what you're doing. You're going to do it. Yeah. Who cares what she thinks? She, she's going she's gonna to be upset regardless of what, how, what excuse you give. So it's kind of like. So eventually she'll get over it. Though. Yeah. So you, you stated that this is the way it was going to be. Mm-hmm. She deals with it however she wants to deal with it. You don't offer need to give her an explanation. Oh, and they stood. They stood right there, like eyeing us. Mm-hmm. And but he's like, "I want it right explana- now, Mom. I want it right now." <laughs> but that's a good example of how people react. Yeah, you know, yeah, she's a stranger. Mm-hmm. But most people, when you set boundaries, are gonna have that kind of reaction. Where they're gonna be like, "Well," da da da, and they're gonna try to talk you out of it. 
or they're going to try to use logic on you because they want their way, not yeah. your way. Yeah, of course. So boundaries really is has to do with a lot of different, a lot of different things. You know, mm-hmm. your integrity, your confidence, your, you know, all that stuff. Trust. Yeah, trust. You know, all, all that stuff. All that stuff will improve when you start implementing them. Right. That I agree. Hi everyone, Jen here. So this episode was really long, so we are cutting it into two parts. This is the end of part one, and then just keep a lookout for part two. That should come out in another week or so. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast so far. The second part will be on our personal experiences with boundaries. And if you would like to contact us, you may do so at our email, eclecticsoulpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram account is eclecticsoulpodcast. Our Facebook is eclecticsoul.org. Our YouTube is eclecticsoul. And our website is eclecticsoul.org. Jen? If you want to reach me my personal website is musicandmystery.com my soundcloud is the soundcloud page the soundcloud.com slash jennifer dash feltman my facebook is at music and mystery and my instagram is at music and mystery and if you would like to reach me personally my Facebook is at just call me Jinjin. My Instagram is at call me Jinjin or look for goddess. And my Twitter is at Jen Sullivan. Thank you and have a blessed day. Blessed be.